0: Well, hello, my friends, welcome back to the Northfield podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program. Um, Really excited you guys are here with us today. Um, 2024 is now officially here. We're not waiting for it. It's here Um, looking forward to the things that are going to be taking place in 2024. We've got a couple of events um, that we are hosting in 2024. First one is going to be on January 20th and see an evening of Hope and encouragement um, with Jeremy and Caleb Freeman. Such an incredible testimony. Uh, It's going to be a fun night uh, and just a a hopeful night. So if you're you're looking for something to do Saturday night, January twentieth, come be a part of that event with us. We'd love to see you. Uh, My friend Jeremy Little and I are going to be leading worship at that event. Um, And then February twenty fourth, jump into the next month. February twenty fourth, we've got um a the uh built to conquer conference that is gonna have six different speakers we're gonna be in the historic um historic Constantine theater in Pahuska Oklahoma home of the pioneer woman so come and be a part of that event it's gonna start 8 a.m doors are gonna open 8 a.m saturday morning we'll have coffee and donuts and all that kind of fun stuff there for a breakfast and then just six powerful gospel-centered biblical preachers going to share insight on w- the power of the gospel in a broken culture. Now, I'm really looking forward to being a part of that event. Um, I-, I can't wait. Um, let's see. That's that's everything I've got on the agenda for, for event-wise. <clears throat> I want to talk to you guys today about um, the idea of church growth strategies. Um, church growth set strategies have been somewhat of a hot buzz hot take on the internet as of late and I wanted to throw my hat in the ring and and talk about how I believe churches can grow in 2024 um here's what I'm going to say first and foremost men are important men are important regardless of what culture says regardless of what television says regardless of what social media says regardless of what culture says men are important um and here's the interesting thing is the church says that men are important, but then we do uh, completely something completely different with our, with our actions. The church may say that men are important, but the majority of the resources and focus is on children and youth, followed up by women's ministries. What men are relegated to most often is a monthly Saturday morning gathering where they have bacon, but no real intentionality. Uh, and then we wonder why men don't want to come to church, right? So, uh, okay, so look at these stats really quick with me. Just, just hear me out. If a child is the first person in the household to become a Christian, there is a 3.5% probability that everyone else in the household will follow, okay? that's That's the child. If mom is the first to become a Christian in the household, 17% of the time there's a probability that everyone else in the household will follow. But if the father, if dad is the first one to become a Christian in the household, there is a 93% probability that everyone else in the household will follow. Now, did you are y'all catching that? Do you catch that? If dad is discipled, the kids and the wife are going to be discipled and follow in their father's footsteps. 93 percent of the time they're going to attend church you want to know how to grow your church reach men we've got to reach men that statistic alone should motivate the church to devote a significant portion of their time resources money ingenuity to making that a reality what do i mean by making that a reality reaching men like that's but oftentimes what we're doing is we're ignoring the guys and we're putting all the focus all the onus all of the the gusto into reaching the kids and the and the moms which listen i'm not saying we shouldn't reach kids or moms but hear me if you reach men they're going to help you reach your goal if you reach dad and you activate you get dad activated for the cause of of the gospel for christ for the church you don't have to put as much emphasis on the other things dad's going to help make sure kids are in church dad's going to make sure wife is in church right here's the reality the kids ministry would thrive if dad was plugged in and was unleashed in the church to do what he needed to do right women's ministry would flourish when the husband is activated like that those are those are huge things churches that have spiritually healthy men and a healthy men's ministry will see other areas of ministry grow and not all just grow but they thrive without needs for gimmicks or programs or whatever else we try to throw at creativity you know creative teams right because when dad goes to church the kids and the wife are going to almost always attend with him they're going to show up with him now i know that there are certain cases where that doesn't come to fruition i understand that i i get that unfortunately most churches have focused on children and youth and the church for the, for the most part, has become a glorified babysitter on Sundays and Wednesdays with the result of, you know, okay, so, well, Caleb, what about those ones that get saved? I'm not saying that's not a, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But what I'm trying to help us understand is the, the, the having dad plugged in at church is going to cause you to not have to be A babysitter, you're going to be able to be a spiritual Mecca for the family. And as a result of of churches becoming this this glorified babysitter, um, statistics show that the church is falling apart. In 2019, listen to these stats. 2019, this was the year before the pandemic, more Protestant churches closed than opened in the United States, with 3,000 churches opening and 4,500 closing. And I think the reason for this is because, A, men are not leading, men are not unleashed to be the leaders and and the the head of the church, the the leaders of the church. And that's, that's number one. And number two, men are not being discipled. We're just not discipling men. What would it look like if we shifted our focus and focused on discipling men? I believe that it would have a positive impact on your church. I believe it would help the church get back on track. The, the church, you see, it, it's supposed to be a masculine organization led solely by men. Read Second Timothy chapter 2 Second Timothy 2, 2 Timothy 3, Titus chapter 1. I mean, there's plenty of information in the text that shows that the church is to be primarily a, a masculine organization where the man rings along his family and the family thrives under the father's leadership. However, over the last century or so, we have shifted our churches to now uh, primarily, um, it's primarily composed of women and children. And as a result of that the emphasis has shifted on what women consider important which are the children of course it should be because women are concerned about children they should be like that's their nature right <laughs> and so with, which explains why there's such a focus and such a fuss over kids ministries and over youth ministries these, you know the, like i said these are not bad things but when you have a mom that's in charge or a woman that's in charge they're obviously going to do what is necessary to try to take care of their kids, right? But if we have men stepping into their roles, it'd be different. But here's what happens. Because we've got such a woman-led matriarchal system in the church, if a man or a pastor tries to change the structure, they are reprimanded and told not to mess with what's going on. And honestly. This is why I think most men are not in church because they're tired of having their hands slapped. Like I'm just like, you want that? Go for it, ladies. This is this is it has to change. Sid Woodruff, he's a Lifeway Men's Ministry guy, once said, "Men aren't necessarily opposed to going to church; they just don't see church as a male-friendly environment." Listen, this has to change. We've got to change this. Church must be a place where men are not only welcome, but also empowered to lead. So how can we attract men to the church? That's a great question, right? Men must reclaim their role as rulers, leaders, and and just overall being in charge rather than serving as the token headpiece, right? They, They must be appointed in the roles of elders, shepherds teachers right they must take back dominion genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28 like this this idea of dominion is is a thing right and they must understand that they are wanted and needed rather than being just an afterthought right no go saturday morning have some bacon fella just stay over in your corner stay in your lane right furthermore when men do something for the body They don't need to have their hands proverbially slapped and told that this isn't how we do things around here. Rather, men need to be unleashed with all of the authority, all of the power that God has given them inside of the church. Just read the Bible. There is enough information that proves that men should be unleashed to lead in the church. And if you want your church to grow and become a juggernaut for the kingdom of God, empower men to do things. Empower men to be in charge of things. Encourage them to create, build, cultivate. Have some skin in the game, right? Men who are spiritually healthy and activated for the, for God's kingdom will create a spiritually healthy environment for the rest of the church. Period. And as a result, your church will grow. You want more kids in your church? Get dad in church. Because he's going to bring his wife and their kids. And that man is going to disciple another man. Get, the man needs to disciple other men. Fellas, you need to be discipling other men and bringing them in. Like, And not only will that happen inside of the church, but they're going to leave the church walls. And your cities are going to be transformed as a result of men leaving the church transformed by the power of the gospel and they're going to seek to establish kingdom-centered commerce and create gospel-centered industries that will consequently better society and better culture the culture that you live in ergo you want a transformed city you've got to have a transformed church and the only way you get a transformed church is by getting a transformed man here, please understand me. Reaching out to men will not jeopardize other ministries. Look, hear me on this. Reaching out to men is not going to jeopardize or hurt any other ministries, but rather I think it's going to strengthen them. If men are reached, they're going to bring their families with them. If men are reached, they're going to reach other men, and those other men, in turn, will also bring their families and, and you create this amazing problem of having, you've got too many kids rather than not having enough. But if we're, if you reach men, eventually you're going to run out of room. You're going to have to do something different. Praise the Lord. That's a good thing. But if we're bus ministering in, like one of the worst things that we could do is the bus ministry because it takes the responsibility off of the parents And the church becomes a babysitter on Sundays and Wednesdays. Stop with this. There needs to be an onus on parents to be activated. You want to know why we've got so many sports-related things now happening on Sundays and Wednesdays? Because parents have allowed it. Christian parents have allowed it. Christian parents should be aggressively against things that take their kids away from the church. Fathers, get plugged in. Come in on Wednesday nights and be a part of the gospel-centered things that are happening on Wednesday nights. Bring your wives, bring your kids. There's plenty of places for them to go. Men, come be a part of what's happening in church. Stop abdicating your responsibility to the woman and making her do what you're supposed to be doing. Stand up for what is right. And ultimately, you're gonna see that this is God's design. For the church. This is God's design for the family. Men ruling, men leading as they submit and follow King Jesus. That this is the answer. You want you want to grow your church? Reach men. You want to grow your church? Reach men. Well, I pray that this has encouraged you, challenged you, and got you in, in a mindset in 2024 that fellas, we need you. Get in here and let's put our shoulders to the wheel together and let's push for the kingdom of God to be established and see things take place for the glory of God. All right, love y'all.